Blog Talk Radio. to the 110 Nation Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow me at Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow the 110 Nation at 110 Nation. Make sure you check us out on, uh, check us out at www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com for all the latest blogs, videos, uh, shows, things going on in the 110 Nation, make sure you check that out. Um, don't forget you can catch all our shows either on Spotify, iTunes, um, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, um, and Audibles, Google Podcasts, Podchasers, YouTube, you name it. You can pretty much catch our show. Um, this week we kicked off a new a new show, the 110 Nation Race Chat Live exclusive. Got an opportunity to sit down with um, race car driver Landon Lewis um, this last Monday for the debut. Uh, great show, great time. Uh, and then don't forget, Tuesday nights we got Race Chat Live right here, um, 8 p.m. on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Let's go ahead and... Get Mario into the studio. We got some things to get into, mainly our NFC um, picks and how we feel that the NFC is going to play out. So, without any further ado, let's go ahead and get him in here. Mario, how you doing tonight? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Glad to be back. And let's talk about some football. <laughs> Yes, yes. Um, before we do that, as usual, um, let them know where they can find uh, Carolina Sports Plus, the would-be website, festivals coming up, whatever the case may be, and anything else you got going that way before we jump into all this. Uh, that works. You can catch us at com. You can like us on Facebook and Instagram at Carolina Sports Plus. We've got a lot of good things going on. We'll be at uh, the Cumberland County Fair uh, starting next Friday, September 1st through the 10th. So that's always a, a good thing to spread some awareness, pass out pass out some good football merchandise, and uh, and get things going. See, next next Monday is a fortunate thing for us. Because not only do we get to come back and we get to talk more football previews, excuse me, get ready for the 2023 slash 2024 season, but we'll also have 
college football to talk about. As mm-hmm. we are we are full swing getting into that time of year. Um this is probably my most favorite time of the year. Um, with everything going on as we got baseball playoffs right around the corner. We got NASCAR playoffs. They're they're getting ready to start this next week as well. You got college football, you got uh, NFL football. Just a lot of things, and we're not too far around the corner from baseball or um, basketball season um, starting again. So, really a great time of the year as a fan, but also being on this side of the desk and having the shows and everything definitely gives us plenty to talk about, think about, and prepare for. So, uh, definitely a great time of the year. Um, Last week, we jumped into the AFC, um, gave our picks on how we thought each of the divisions were going to finish, and um, I don't know if we gave wild cards. I don't think we did wild cards on the uh, um, actual show. We went back and... I put asterisks next to the wild card teams that we have in the uh, on the blog post. Um, you had the Dolphins and you had um, the Chargers. I had Cincinnati and I had um, the Jets as my wild card teams. This week we're going to jump into the NFC. The NFC. We're going to start off with the NFC East. Um, NFC East to me is being being an, a fan of an AFC team. The NFC East is probably the most intriguing, the most interesting, and. The fan base out of these, out of this division, to me is on a whole different level. Mm-hmm. Like I was seeing video of people going to a Philadelphia game, and I just couldn't imagine being talked to the way you get talked to at a Philadelphia game, or the fact that. <coughs> The Cowboys ain't played a significant game in like three decades at this point, and mm-hmm. you can't just tell a Dallas fan anything or um, Washington because you, you you happen to get some Super Bowl wins. You you think your 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 chest is puffed out and that you belong in this conversation, but they haven't been relevant. I think probably since back when Doug Williams the first black Super Bowl quarterback played in the Super Bowl. It's probably the last time you guys were relevant. Um, and the Giants, um, Giants fans, <laughs> it had to go down. It, it had to be the Giants and Eli Manning to beat Tom Brady both times because Giants fans will never, especially that undefeated season that the Patriots would have had. Um, they never – they never – I'll let you forget it was them. Um, inter- so interesting, <laughs> interesting division. 
Um, not always the best division. We've had years where they've either not been a 500 champion out of that or right out of 500. Um, there, there's been many years that they they've struggled as a as a division to be a 500 and even 500 conference or a division. Uh, and a lot of it's got to do with how close they are and how many how many times that they end up splitting amongst themselves. All those games um, also you know contributes to how close this division ends up finishing. Um, I will start at the bottom of um, of the of the division like we did last week and work our way up. Um, I think that this team, like its name, has not it's not worked has not worked past everything that's happened recently with the the name change, the selling, everything. Um, I see that there's petitions going around that they want the name to go back. I have seen, you know, this, I've seen that. Um, it seems that Washington kind of gets, I don't know, kind of gets in their own mess and seems not to be focused on football at all times. Seems like they get stuck either focusing on ownership mess or what's going on inside the organization mess versus being able to focus on worrying about putting the best product on the field. I got the uh, Washington Redskins um, being the last team out of this division. Yeah, I, I, can, <clears throat> I can definitely see why because I also got them. I got them last in that division too, but they're, they're, I feel like there's a little bit more hope in Washington, seeing them, you know what I mean, play the other night with a quarterback with the house. So he looked, he looked pretty good. He looked pretty good. So uh, I got the commanders. I got the commanders last in that division too. Next, I have the New York Giants. Um, my really my big concern is the quarterback position. You guys have forked out all mm-hmm. this money. On Daniel Jones, I think it caught um, pretty much everybody by surprise on how much you guys forked out um, to keep really an average quarterback at best. I don't think anybody would argue more than that. Um, Did manage 3,200 yards, 15 touchdowns, five interceptions, um, but really, really an average quarterback. Um, nothing phenomenal. The $160 million contract, though, um, four-year deal, which is really kind of one that lets us know where they see themselves over the next five years. And you also realize that they have a lot of confidence, regardless, rightfully so or not, or if it's going to work out or not. But as of right now, they have a lot of confidence in Daniel um Daniel Jones and where the direction this organization is going. We've seen that very clear with this contract, uh, but I don't think it's enough. I think that there's two teams that are better than them. Um, 
I'm not going to see by leaps and bounds, um, as, as once again, I think this conference is going to be really close. Um, but I got two teams that are better than the, the, the New York Giants. Yeah, we're kind of we're kind of on the same path because I also got also got the Giants there too. You know, I kind of feel like is, can the coach get more out the quarterback? You know, he he did he did he did take him to the playoffs. You know what I mean? So that is that is that is uh, no little small thing to do, especially these times. But uh, let's see what Daniel Jones can do. Is he gonna get better? Is he gonna get better? I would say he is a he is an average above average quarterback like he said, but uh, what else is out there? So I rather I rather sign what I got and try to you know see if he can have that the coach can have the same effect he did with uh with Buffalo's quarterback. You know what I mean? So there's 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 definitely room there to grow, but I also got the Giants there at third. All right, in the second spot I have. The Dallas Cowboys. Um, the Dallas Cowboys is an interesting whole conversation, whole interesting topic. Um, I don't know. Cowboys fans try to hold on to that rookie season of Dak Prescott. They they, they all seem to hope that we're going to see another another season like that out of Dak Prescott. Um, just caught defenses off guard, really nobody really game planned for um Dak Prescott, someone that wasn't highly drafted out of Mississippi State. Um defenses had a chance to adjust and here we are. We're at an adjusted defense Dak Prescott era. Um they don't get it's not gonna get no better than this. Um mm-hmm. So Cowboy fans are going to have to decide if they're just happy with the current path to include when you had Tony Romo and this was the best they got, or do you try to go in another direction? Um, but I, I think you, you he's played to what he was drafted, what his true grading was what he what type of a quarterback what quality quarterback he was i think we we've we've Mm -hmm. seen the best potential we're seeing out of him and cowboy fans holding on to hope that we're going to see the miracle 13 and 3 season uh we're we're not going to do that we're not going to have one of those type of years uh we're not going to have one of those type of careers we're we're on the back Mm -hmm. ends of we're at the back end of this. Uh, I don't see another big contract coming out for Dak Prescott. I think from this point forward, you're probably going to get a bargain deal. Um, I'm not going to say you're going to get him on the cheap, but we've done seen the max potential. There's no setting records and, and holding out on contracts as you won't have any leverage because um, we've seen the best and we're now on the decline. Um not that I think that these Philadelphia Eagles are just uh, above the rest of the teams, and this is, you know, I, I think these are going to be close, but I got Dallas at the two spot. All right, all right. I can, I can, uh, it was kind of like a toss up between the two. And uh, just to shake it up, just to shake it up, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Eagles, even though, what, even though, 
they had a great year last year, and I have no hard feelings with Jalen Hurts. You know, he, he's he's been improving ever since he's been in college, you know, as far as getting better. I wouldn't say last year was a fluky situation because, you know, any given Sunday in the NFL. But just to change change it up a little bit, I'm going to uh, go with the Eagles. I put the Eagles in the top spot. Uh, like I said, not so much to do with me thinking that these Eagles are just this great team and just going to come out and um, just put a whooping on the rest of the NFC or the NFL. I just think that this is the best of the four teams out of the division. Um Honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I get this wrong and Philadelphia doesn't return um, as the returning champions out of this division. I don't know. I'm just not sold on the whole Jalen Hurst thing. I, I think we got the best that you're going, the best possible scenario to come out of Philadelphia to happen. You had a decent season, 32 or 3,700 yards, 22 uh, touchdowns, eight interception type of season. But everybody else played to their max um, capabilities, the defense, the special teams, <coughs> which helped factored into the Eagles being able to have the season go on the run that they went on and um, finish the way they finished. I don't see it happening again. Um, I, I don't. I don't think all the stars line up for the Philadelphia Eagles uh, where I think they'll take this division, but I just don't think it's nothing like that. Um, Anything to add for you for Dallas being on top? Uh, With with me picking Dallas, like I said, it was a coin flip at the same token. I think – you know, well, the big question is, would Dak Prescott have a bounce-back year, you know, with all the interceptions? You know, there there are things going on going online, seeing him throwing interceptions in preseason, during camp. But uh, I think Dak I, I I Prescott is going to have a bounce-back year and uh, lead the Cowboys into the playoffs and win this division. All right, next we're going to make our way out west Uh, with the Cardinals, the Rams, the 49ers, and the Seahawks. Um, I don't know, interesting division here. I don't know if there's a lot of uncertainties with the uh, the whole uh, Los Angeles Rams and what direction that they've managed to go in. <clears throat> but I don't think there's anybody lost in their direction more than this team, maybe in the NFC um, or possibly even the NFL, and that's the Arizona Cardinals. Um, you kind of got hoodwinked into – Signing your 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 quarterback to this ridiculous contract, knowing that he wasn't he wasn't deserving of it that that was not the value, um, and there really being nothing else on the market. I, me personally, 
This is more got to do with the fact that I'm not a Kyler Murray fan at all. I probably would have cut my losses, saved me a bunch of money, and took my chances on somebody in the free agency um, or hope, hope for the best in the draft or something. Um, now you're overpaying for a quarterback that um, really has no intentions uh, of bettering himself um, with the lack of reading the playbooks and everything else. Uh, there, there's, there's really nothing about this Arizona team that uh, I feel any any type of confidence in. Four and thirteen last year. I just I. <laughs> 49ers to me have gotten better. Um, second year under Geno Smith in Seattle, I feel they've gotten better. Um, I think the Rams are lost. I think a lot of changes that have happened over the last couple of years with quarterbacks and, and veteran players leaving and everything else, but I still think that they're in a better position than the Arizona Cardinals. I'm going with Arizona as my fourth and final out of the West there, Mario. Yeah, we're kind of we're kind of on the same page. I also got I also got the Arizona Cardinals. I think I think the Murray situation, the new head coach, you know, uh, it just feels like a rebuild. Like you're just trying to figure out where your team is headed. You know what I mean? But I definitely think that Murray isn't the answer at quarterback. I wouldn't want him being my quarterback. But uh, I also got I also got the Arizona Cardinals. Last in that in that division. Next, I have the Rams. Um, the main thing is, like I said, I think there's just a loss of where they're going. Um, this whole Matthew Stafford um, situation. Um, going back to him. Uh, Baker Mayfield, obviously, moving on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We'll talk more about that when we get to the NFC South. I don't. I just don't feel that. I feel there's a lot of changes over the last couple of years, and I would be, especially at the beginning of the season, I'd be surprised that the um, Rams were able to keep up with all the changes. I just think that mm-hmm. it's going to take some adjusting. It's there. there there's new pieces. Um, the rhythm, the timing, everything. I just think that it's it's going to be a bumpy first uh, few weeks. Um, but I got the Rams coming third out of the uh, NFC uh, NFC West. Yeah, we kind of we kind of we kind of been on the same page here. Also got also got the uh, Rams. You know, I think ever since their Super Bowl, you know, the team kind of felt good winning. Uh, and kind of been going downhill ever since, you know, the quarterback situation, not not wanting to take a pay cut. You know how things can get real sensitive about that situation between owners owners and their older quarterbacks, you know, not wanting to take a pay cut mm-hmm. and wanting to bring in more pieces. But I think also I think they're, they, they still feel good off their Super Bowl win a couple of years ago, you know, but – the head coach debating if he's coming back or leaving, coming back. You know, that's not always a good feel when you got to ask your coach, are you coming back this year, are you coming back next year? But uh, I got them. I, get, I also got them in third. Um, next on the list, I have the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Um, 
they're able to put a Band-Aid over the quarterback position uh, with the leaving of mm-hmm. Russell Wilson going to Geno Smith. Um, I tried to leave my um, opinion, opinionated self when it comes to Geno Smith. Um, I've never been wowed by his stats or his career. Um, I, I know coming out of West Virginia, there was some that made a big deal about his rushing yards as a quarterback and all this stuff and his passing yards. Um, I was never never impressed coming out of a uh, measly conference that he came out of that um, he should have passed and ran for twice as many of those yards the competition he was playing. Sure wasn't playing no Big Ten or SEC teams. Um, or I even give you some ACC teams, but uh, I was never impressed with uh, his resume, especially with college football, and then have an attitude because he didn't go where he thought he should have went in the draft. Uh, so I've never been a big Geno Smith fan, but I'm glad to see he has found a place in the NFL. Um, I think in doing so, Seattle kind of – hit their ceiling, per se, um, with Geno Smith, I, 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 I think there's, there's a limit. There is not sky, not the sky's the limit. Um, it's not limitless. There, there's limits when it comes to Geno Smith, and I don't think it gets much better in this. Um, I think that this will ride a couple years, and then I think that. Seattle will either A, get tired of just being average or contract and money will end up causing a separation in their ways. Um, but I just don't – I don't see Geno Smith taking them deep or to the promised land. Um, plus, I just think the 49ers um, – I think they were building on something. I think injuries ended something that could have been special for the 49ers. And I, I don't think any of these three teams are even close to being in the same league as the 49ers. Um, Seattle's about the closest is going to come. I It could be a two-horse race, but I wouldn't be surprised if San Francisco ran away with this division and it wasn't even close. Um, but I got Seattle too. Uh, Mario, who you got in the second spot? Yeah, yeah. I got also got you know just also got the Seahawks. You know, can can Gino can Gino repeat the excellent season, comeback of the year type of season that he had? You know, this year. You know, you know being accurate and uh, good yards. Good, good, low interception. So can we repeat? You know, they're they're definitely getting they're definitely younger in Seattle. They they did. I feel like they did have a good. They they build good in the draft. But can Gino can Gino repeat what he did because he he does have the outside weapons with the tight with the run with the wide receivers and uh, tight end. So there's definitely weapons in Seattle if he can stay accurate. But can he do what he just did last year, or was it a fluke? 
All right, we both have the same team in the top spot, and that's the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I think we were we were going to see something pretty special out of this team, especially Purdy and where he was drafted and what he accomplished. I think um, we were all about to be pleasantly uh, surprised on how the 49ers season played out. Of course, unfortunately, injuries just out outdid the 49ers they could not they could not they could not keep people healthy and uh so yeah. i think we're going to uh we're going to see another season of uh this 49er team and what could have been or what should have been um so looking forward to that we're going to skip over the south um and we're going to go to the north um another Another division that's interesting with the Lions and the Bears and the Packers and um, the Vikings. Um, Rodgers is gone, so that kind of makes this a little more difficult because usually you could pretty mm-hmm. much just pencil in Green Bay to be first out of the north. Um, and everybody else kind of got to duke it out for what was left, hoping on a wild card opportunity. Um, but no Rodgers, that changes things up. Um, this one's a little bit tougher to do. Cause I feel that especially with Rodgers being gone, we're a little bit closer in quarterback talent and the teams are talent, um, mm-hmm. talent-wise. With the Green Bay with Jordan yeah. Love and Jared Goff out in Detroit, um, Cousins in Minnesota. Um, who am I missing? Minnesota. Um, Green Bay Lions. What am I drawing a blank? Oh, and Justin Fields. Um, so I feel that we're pretty close on the quarterback, uh, quality of quarterback. So uh, this makes this division really interesting. This makes this division really close. Um, shoo. I got two teams. I don't know who, who I feel is going to be the worser of the two. Um, one with a new quarterback this year. Um, or to a team that's traditionally known as being one of the worst teams, um, and that's either Green Bay or Detroit. Um, I think it's going to be a rough transition. I don't think that Green Bay realized what they had at the quarterback position truly, and I think they're about to find out in a bad way how much Jordan Love is nowhere close to Aaron Rodgers. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have Green Bay pulling up the rear this year out of the uh out of the NFC North. Yeah. We kinda we kinda feel the same way about the whole about the whole situation. Also I also got Green Bay last in that division. You know, no hate no hate no no hate on love just because we haven't seen too much but besides a couple of starts here and there. 
you know, but with, with Aaron Rodgers leaving and what did you learn, you know, while Aaron Rodgers was there? Basically, you know, you had a good quarterback, at least that can teach you some good things. And, and hopefully you, you uh, picked up some of his good traits that can help him. But I just feel like, you know, with him leaving, I also got Green Bay last in that division. Next, I have uh, Detroit. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, uh-huh. Jared Goff. He's been, I don't I, have I confidence. Not, I, yeah. 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 I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I think, he, I think Goff got to play in the Rams offense scheme which I think it didn't matter which quarterback you would have had in that scheme and Sean McVay um, scheme, I think they would have done good. So I think he benefited and got the stats and kind of built a street name for himself based off the system he played in, maybe not so much how good he really was. And... Hmm. We've not seen a lot the last part of his stint in the Rams, hence that's why the Rams went ahead and got rid of him, traded him off to Detroit. And I've not been, I mean, I've not been super impressed with um, his run here in uh, Detroit. I mean, 4,400 yards, but throw up a bunch of passes. You're about to, you're you're bound to determined to throw up a bunch of yards. It's just not. Doing it wasn't quality yards. They just were stat padding kind of yards. Um, I don't know. I think there's a lot more potential out of the two teams that are left um, versus um, what they have going on. This year, the Jets um, or the uh, Lions, Kansas City, uh, Seattle, Atlanta, at Green Bay, Carolina, at Tampa Bay, at Baltimore. Um, they start off, I mean, against some some pretty good teams outside of maybe Vegas, but that's about your eighth game into the season. So looking looking to have a pretty uh, pretty solid season right out the gate. I I don't know. I just don't, I don't like the I don't like the Lions and where they're sitting right now. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can I can definitely see why. You know, this division is a little bit different than than the last two divisions we went by just because you felt like, you know, as far as the teams. But I think all these teams are really close to being even. But uh just to shake it up some I'm gonna put even though even though my dad's, you know, my people's from Chicago, I'm gonna go ahead and put Chicago in that slot right there, you know, even even though DJ Moore left Carolina, he's a he's a good receiver. You know, he can do he can help Justin Fields out just because of the things he had to go through in Carolina, still getting over a thousand yards. So I can I just don't believe in Fields at the moment. You know, he's a great running quarterback, but uh, I need to see more before I can put him in the top two slots. So I got I got the Bears. I got the Bears right 
card. I got the Bears in the second spot. Um, I think that they are improving. I hate saying this because I am a Buckeye, but quarterbacks that come out of Ohio State have not really ever mounted to much of anything. I don't mm-hmm. see Justin Fields having a Hall of Fame type of career. I think we are seeing his max um, productivity. I just I don't see it um, as much as I would like to see it, as much as I would like to see another Buckeye out there doing it. I just don't – I don't think it happens. I think Chicago is – slowly hitting their their ceiling as well. Um, I got them second coming out of the uh, NFC East. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can uh I'm uh I'm gonna go just hearing you say their their schedule made me made me think about it. You know, and then the Vikings losing losing their quarterback. I mean their running back, you know, because Cook was good. You know, they were definitely good on play action. Ooh, but uh I'ma go I'ma go Viking. I'ma go Viking. I'ma go Viking. I'm gonna go Vikings right there. Just because I want the Lions to do good, even though they play Carolina on their schedule and I need them to lose that game, but I think the Lions do have potential, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the I'm put the Vikings right there. All right, I put Minnesota in the top spot. Uh, that's more got to do with a a game game planning kind of quarterback and more uh, Kirk Cousins. Um, yeah, you ain't got to worry about a bunch of turnovers. You're, you're going to get two three hundred yards passing. Couple touchdowns, mm-hmm. manage the game, let Minnesota kind of do their thing. Um, nothing exciting. I don't think there's anything really exciting yeah. out of any of these teams this season. This season, um, but you're not going to uh, see really that much excitement coming out of uh, Minnesota this year, uh, especially with Delvin Cook being gone. Headed to the South. Um, we got your your Buccaneers. We got your Panthers, Saints, Falcons. Um, it's a tough position for Tampa Bay to be in right now. Um, you kind of sold sold the river to have a champion, one 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 Super Bowl. I hope it was worth it to them for an opportunity to be back in the Super Bowl and win another Super Bowl. I think it's going to take a hot minute for them to re-recuperate from the loss of and what they gave up to have Tom Brady there. And so now the Baker Mayfield era has begun, or at least this season. We'll see if he makes it all season. Um, I had to... Play nice with Baker Mayfield when he was a quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Um, obviously, being a Buckeye and the total disrespect that he did has always had a bitter, bitter taste in my mouth. Um, I just don't see 
the Buccaneers. I mean, you, you got a couple organizations that are they're rebuilding themselves. As a matter of fact, most of the South is rebuilding itself. Once you you got rid of Matt Ryan, who's been quarterback in the AFC South for what damn near decade. Um, same mm-hmm. with Drew Brees. Same with Cam Newton. Um, kind of, kind of in a rebuilding situation. Um, the only one that was kind of already constantly rebuilding was Tampa Bay. Um, yeah. But all these teams kind of in rebuilding as all of them had quarterbacks, their franchise quarterbacks, mm-hmm. quarterbacks they had had for a very long time. And so I, I think it's kind of a catch-22 when it comes to the South. You you want to be excited about, especially if you're a fan of any of these teams, about their team winning the conference and feel kind of a certain way. Um, I, I just heed the caution those that cheer for those in the, anybody in the NFC South, just because you take the South doesn't mean that the next man up is not going to beat you like a redheaded stepchild when you're coming out of conference. There's really no competition. Um, and it's not a shot at any of these teams. It's just all of them are in rebuilding situations uh, following long tenure quarterbacks. Um, but the fourth team I have coming out of here who's most recently – Coming out of big change, and that's no longer having the GOAT, Tom Brady, throwing for him. I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You you go from greatest of all time um, to potentially could be one of the biggest busts um, in the NFL. Um, we'll see. New, new, new team, new scheme, new coaching style, new everything. Um, didn't pan out in Cleveland. Um, obviously, the Rams didn't sign him, uh, re-sign him. Um, they let him go after he did what he did in the Ra- uh, for the Rams. Uh, so, I, I don't know. <laughs> I think you got an average quarterback. I, I think that the Browns knew that it felt a little too good and it was a little too exciting to – just be happy with a playoff appearance, and that was the best it was going to be. We'd hit, we'd hit the max potential of the current roster. Um, it was time to make some changes, and so ultimately, that's what they end up doing. I, I think that this is kind of a band aid for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, still trying to figure out their life and everything they gave up to have Tom Brady. Um, I think this is going to be a long season. I think there's going to be a lot of memes. I think there's going to be a lot of jokes. Um, I I think we're going to have something equivalently close to the butt fumble, what has to do with Maker Mayfield when it's all said and done. I get yeah, the Tampa yeah. Bay Buccaneers coming out of the bottom of this one. Yeah, I also got uh I also got Tampa Bay in that in in that division. Just because, you know, the Tom Brady effect is gone, you know, I I I I kinda hurt for uh Evans, you know, just thinking about 
the passes or the balls he's not going to get. So uh, I also got Tampa Bay. I think I think that's the best that they, they got with their value of their money is with Baker. But there's no upside with Baker. I'd rather have I'd rather have Daniel Jones and Baker any given day. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So I got Tampa. I got I got Tampa Bay there. Next uh, on my list, I got uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of confidence in the quarterback situation. Um, we're going we're to see how these young quarterbacks do this season. We're going to see a lot of them this year. Um, yeah. Projected is uh, Desmond Ryder to be the uh, the quarterback for the uh, starting quarterback for Atlanta uh, Falcons, um, mm-hmm. the quarterback out of Cincinnati. Um, I, I just don't I don't see it. Um, I got them third coming out the south. Yeah, I do. I do. I do as well. You know, Panthers played in week one, so that'll be a good test to see how Panthers going to look. But I also got them three. You know, they got a lot of young. They got a lot of young weapons, but you know, it comes down to the quarterback. You know, and see if their defense can hold up. But I got Atlanta third in the NFC South. All right, second, I have your Carolina Panthers. Um, they got yeah, to yeah. really do more with the uh, quarterback situation. You got a young uh, mm-hmm. rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Saints will be starting Derek Carr. Um, still have Winston. Um, so um, I think that the, the the Saints definitely got the quarterback position right now. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, just a young team. I, I guess there's a lot to look forward to because everybody's kind of rebuilding at the same time. So it's not like you got one team so far ahead of the other that mm-hmm. you, you know for the next five, yeah. ten years that you you have no chance. Everybody's kind of rebuilding at the same time. So um, it yeah. makes at least this divisional race interesting. Um, I don't think any four of these teams have a legitimate shot coming out of this division, um, but at least makes the race within the division a fun one. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, you know, I'm, I want to say I'm on the same page as you, just because I would, I would, I want, I want never want to say the Saints is going to be better than the Panthers, you know, and I'm not going to say it now. Even though the Saints, honestly, they have looked good coming fresh out of preseason. You know, as far as watching them play during preseason, they actually they do look good. You know, but at the same token, I'm not just going to say the Saints over the Panthers, but I got the Saints right there. Even though they do have a, uh, a aging, maturing quarterback, and they also have a good backup quarterback. You know, so they definitely have some uh, pieces there. If one if one quarterback falls or struggles, they definitely got another one that could come in. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Saints. But uh, they look good during preseason. All right, I got obviously I got the Saints on the top spot. Uh, I just think um, there's a better quarterback situation going on there. Um, uh-oh. 
I think, with Ohio yeah. State's uh, Chris uh, Chris Olave um, out there, um, Juwan Johnson. Yeah. I just think uh, yeah. a lot of targets. Um, so um, we, we didn't talk about them. We didn't talk about them um, on the NFC, but on the NFC, so we get them in as well. Our two wild cards. Uh, I'm going to take Chicago out of the north as one of my wild card spots, and I'm going to take Seattle out of the west. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, uh, what? Yeah, of course, my pick was uh, the Panthers. Was the Panthers, even though, even though there's some shaky things going on, you know, and just watching them, watching them play, honestly. The last two games, it's just been a lot, you know. With with Bryce Young only taking, he only took twelve passes in two games for fifty six yards with only three points. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And that that doesn't look, you know, as far as good on paper. Even though everybody's saying hold on, it's preseason. You know, they're not showing their all their playbooks, and they're not bringing everything out there. We still haven't seen – we haven't seen our our starting running back yet, you know, that we got from Philadelphia. So, there's and with the and with the wide receivers and with the defense, you know, with a new defensive scheme, defense getting torched during preseason. But I got the Panthers winning there. And then my wild cards are the Eagles. And I'm not, and I say, I say the Saints. I say the Saints. Even though the Saints can win, even though the Saints can win, have the potential to win the South, I will flip flop them. I got you. Um, so looking forward to uh, getting this put up, wrote up, and sent out in a blog. Um, we got about one more one more week of preseason football before we get into regular football. Looking forward to yeah. um looking forward to it. Um uh, feels like mm-hmm. yeah, most definitely. it's it's not that it's not that long of a break, but it feels like it's that long of a break. I, I mean I guess it is because Super Bowl happens towards the beginning of February. So I mean I guess we are looking like six months. But Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem you know, like it was six makes, months ago. Yeah, college makes it. College makes it makes the weight, you know, a good weight just because they're you know they're cranking up, and and they don't have the preseason, you know, the preseason games. So 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 they got to come firing out the gate, which really helps. Which really helps, you know, wait for the NFL because I'm a, I'm a pro I'm a pro guy. You know, I like I like pro football. I like NFL football over college football. But uh I can't I'm ready to get I'm ready to get into it. Opening opening day. Oh opening game. For the NFL I'll be at the fair, so it's gonna be that's always gonna be some good buzz, some good talk coming in there, you know, when it's football time, it just feels like it's the best time, you know. You know, you're talking about you're a pro in NFL um football. Mm-hmm. Most most guys are the opposite. Most guys are 
the college basketball or the college football first is what they prefer. I've, I've never understood yeah. it. Uh, uh, I, I, I guess my big thing, and it's probably where I'm there. I see things differently than others. Uh, I like my pro teams because there's more of a chance of me getting to root for the same player for many years versus college football, I already know that at most, and usually don't go the whole four years, at most I'm going to get somebody special for four years, and then they potentially go to a team I don't care for. Mm. And I think it's easier. Yeah. I, 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 know, I, I guess the other part that I'm different about it, and probably one of the biggest reasons why I'm not a big college football. I'm not going to say not a big college football, but I don't like college football more than I like NFL. The competition level. In other words, yeah. when we watch an yeah. NFL game, we're, we're going to have a blowout here and a blowout there. But for the most part, you got yeah. the 32 best teams yeah. that you mm. can potentially put together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. College football, you could have Alabama going against no-name college university yeah. from upwards up up the road has got a total population of 50 people to it. Um, mm. And we have to suffer through watching that. Or even my yeah, Ohio right. State yeah. Buckeyes mm. playing a Ohio University or a Toledo or some of these other yeah. colleges that we're going to beat them 70-something to nothing by halftime. And the score may be misleading because we score three points in the second half. Well, we put out the water boys and the cheerleaders and the six mm-hmm. and seven string people. Of course, we didn't score any points the second half of the game. And, and so, oh, no, I, I, that, that's a big turnoff to me. I, I, I catch myself in my feels when it comes to watching sports. Because part of me wants to go, regardless if it's my team or not, I want to watch a good competitive game. Yeah. But another part of me sometimes would just rather us beat the crap out of somebody, so I ain't got to worry about it. I got to have this roller emotional roller coaster ride until either we finally win or finally lose. Sometimes I wish we would just beat the brakes off somebody, even though it's going to be boring. I'm guaranteed to win versus getting all the way into the game and be let down. Um, yeah, and then and then I also think... I also don't yeah I don't like I don't like how that it doesn't play itself out too. You understand what I'm saying? As far as what college and compared to college and pros, you know, you're gonna get the playoffs. You know your record. Your record is your record, and you're gonna get in there and you're gonna fight for a championship. I just don't understand how you get you know twenty people twenty people in a room in a conference room and y'all watch film or have different highlights or everybody have their own opinions and then it just comes up these are these are the final four or the final six or the final eight or top ten. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying with some schools having no losses, one school having one. You know what I mean? <laughs> that just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but then at the same token, you know, college, you know, you got you got 80-something players, 60-something players on one team, the other team. On the NFL, this is my job, and we got the best of the best out here, and this is what we're fighting for. You know, with college, it's about how fast can you get some players to the NFL. 
You you know what I mean? What can what can you do for me? Then at the same token, on college is just like you know what can a player do for my university? You know, just to be honest with you. So it's yeah. still it's still the same it's, it's still the same type of thing. You got you still got to pay people, but I just don't understand how you just get twelve people in a room and you just going to tell me who the top te- top ten teams are. I don't know. That must, uh, none of it makes sense. I wish that would make the competition better. I'm, I'm a firm yeah. believer we have uh-huh. 12 games. 75% of your games need to be against top 50 teams. Let's, yeah. let's, let's yeah. stop crowning yeah. these teams champions because they beat one or two uh, teams all year long. And they don't let's want, make them actually yeah, be they champions. Don't want to put a, yeah. yeah, and they don't want to put a tough, a tough opponent on your schedule. Come on now. You no. know what I mean? Who, yeah. How, yeah. Where does that, how does that rule even make sense? Where the school can call no. another school and put them on a schedule to see if they want to play outside of, of our little league or division that we got going on. Who makes, you know what I mean? Come on, that doesn't, that doesn't even make any sense. You know, you call, that doesn't even make any sense. Some, it just don't. To me, it don't. It just feel like a, a, a ring, Maybe. like a, you got twelve. You got twelve games. Let's do eight of them. Mm-hmm. You got to play top fifty teams. Um, four games. I give you four gimme games a year. Two conference, two out of conference. Mm-hmm. Because at the other day, mm-hmm. I know that Toledo needs that Ohio State game every once in a while to help bring in revenue and get TV money yeah. and everything else. Yeah. Uh, so I'll give you four yeah. gimme that are two conference because there's always every conference has got a weak team, a couple weak teams, and a couple non. The other eight need to be against top quality opponents, top fifty, who how they finished yeah. in the previous season, um, or at least at that point of the cutoff. No more of this, okay, we're Georgia, we play one ranked team, and that's all we're playing this year, and we dare yeah. anybody to take our number one spot from us. Well, of course, you're going to beat everybody 70-something mm. to nothing. Um, yep. So, exactly. But it always surprised me. <clears throat> Listen, the guys talk about prefer watching college basketball or college football. No, um, no. I'm – I'm more of a I'm more of a pro person too. No, I, I yeah, want to. This is my job. This is yeah. This is my job. This is what I got to do. This is what teams pay me for. This is who you came to see. You know what I mean? You can't get no. You can't get no realer than that. But with college, yeah. it's too much in college. It's just it's just too much, man. Speaking of college, <clears throat> obviously I know who you cheer for when it comes to basketball with the uh, Carolina Car- uh, Tar Heels. Uh, uh-huh. Do you cheer for them as football as well, or do you lean in a different direction with their football program being what it is? Uh, no, no, I'm a, I cheer, I cheer, I do cheer for UNC during football time. You know what I mean? I'm not going to sit there and say, you know, I'm a big. I'm a big Tar Heel football fan because I lean more on the basketball side, you know, the Tar Heels. But at the same token, I'm not going to root for no other team, you know, besides the Tar Heels. But but I will honestly say I'm kind of – I kind of like if you want to step out. I know you're a Ohio State guy, you know, but I also kind of like, you know, have have a little spark for Michigan. You know, I, I always, always had love for Michigan, so – that's kind of if, if you want to call a secondary team, even though you know a lot of people, you shouldn't have two teams here and there. 
But uh, Michigan is Especially right there. Especially when close, one of the teams right is Michigan. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. And it just even even the conversation coming up, and you asking me, yeah, I kind of I kind of cheer from Michigan a little bit, you know, outside of the Tar Heels. That's a fun fact. Uh, about me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would use the word fun in there. Next thing you're yeah, saying is I know, I know, you're, you're going to let know. me know you yell out yeah. real tiresome. Oh, no, no, I won't go, no I'm not, definitely not going to do that. You know what I mean? But, but yeah, I got, I got a little soft spot for Michigan. Speaking of Michigan, Michigan self-imposed a three-game suspension for football coach Jim Harbaugh mm-hmm. to begin the 2023 season, semi from alleged violations during the COVID-19 dead period. Uh, the university mm-hmm. announced on Monday. Um, yeah. As much as I don't like Michigan, uh-huh. as much as I despise everything to do and just even looking at Jim Harbaugh makes me want to, like, yeah. I don't know, take a baseball bat to his yeah. face. I, I, yeah. These infractions. This and it, yeah, yeah. This will make the college football, this will make it look bad. You know what I mean? These are situations right here where it makes college football kind of like, you know, I'm going to say an amateur league besides outside the NFL. No, it is good. It is fun to watch. You know what I mean? It's, it's good to cheer for. But just situations that they have just doesn't make sense. Like, it, I just feel like now that they have to pay the players now, they have to pay some players. But their rules are set up like a little, you know, like a little pyramid scheme. You understand what I'm saying? Where all the schools mm-hmm. get money, all the presidents get money. Everybody's been getting money for all these years. You understand what I'm saying? But now, you know, kids or, you know, players, however you want to put it, you have to pay them now. And just by looking at it, how it goes, just feel like, you know, they've been banking a long time off these off these kids coming out of high school. You, you get what I'm saying? Just by looking at the mm-hmm. rules of it. But, but suspending him. For for cheeseburger or what whatever situation may be, you understand what I'm saying? That shouldn't count for man. That shouldn't count for nothing. That shouldn't a meal shouldn't count for anything, especially if you're feeding a player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if it was a car or something, it'll be different, you know. But come on, man. Come on, man. You talking about a cheeseburger, man? <clears throat> It, it's it's crazy. Um, it, it, it's hard to even hold a lot of weight in any of this because <clears throat> give it a week mm-hmm. or two or a month or two, and the rules are going to change. And then you, yeah. you, you got to, yeah. you know, the whole Reggie yeah. Bush getting his Heisman Trophy back conversation has oh, yeah. been many, many yeah. times exactly. over and over mm-hmm. since the rules have changed. Yep. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. All the it programs look do even, yeah, yeah, all the programs There's not a program it. out there that yeah. if <laughs> we had reality shows at every university and everything yeah. was recorded and out in the open, I guarantee there is mm-hmm. not one single yeah. college out there that's not going to get a violation somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, how they conduct the business. Way, yeah. That's the same way 
the same. If you flip the coin, it'll be the same way on the other end when you look at the NCAA. You best. You think you think you think if somebody really got in there and the NCAA stories came about of you know as far as money, players going here. You think they don't got any stories? I bet you they do. I bet mm-hmm. you they do. Yes, they do. It happens. This, you know, you can't sit there and say it's not going to happen because it has to happen if you're suspending a coach for buying a cheeseburger, but and you're taking away a Heisman, even though you know, even though you know, pay for money, play. It's been going on for such a long time. But what made the conversation even worse was a Manziel was a Manziel document. You know, him telling everything that's been going on. Mm-hmm. That and, you know, it just it just points out, you know, a lot of situations that it just makes the NCAA look bad. Like they've been after money all these years. <laughs> you know, they've been making money. I just don't see how you suspend a coach or a cheeseburger. No, and, and I don't know, it's just crazy. <clears throat> so even even though I'm not a Harbaugh fan, I'm definitely not a Michigan fan. I don't, mm-hmm. They don't change my opinion on him or the organization. Um, something, especially that minute, knowing that we have many schools doing the same thing mm-hmm. yeah. um, out there. So, yeah, I agree. What you think? What you think about the situation with uh, with James Harden? James Harden calling calling the owner. I mean, calling the GM. A liar and getting fined a hundred thousand. What do you think about that situation? Especially if you told me, especially if the especially if the GM told, especially if the GM told Harden that he was that he was going to trade him, you know, for whatever value that he felt like he can get during that time, during that time of the conversation of me signing a contract, me looking at the table, looking across from you, sign a contract, telling me what you're going to do for me. How do you feel about that situation? I think that if Harden would have handled it in a better way, mm-hmm. I think that there would be a different outcome at this point. Um, I think part of why there's so so mixed feelings is just how Harden – one has got himself where he's at. He's demanded trades and demanded trades, mm-hmm. and got him to a predicament yeah. where he's at. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if the Sixers head coach or management said this is what we're going to do, then they should honor it. <clears throat> I think they put themselves in a predicament where they realized that his contract was way overvalued. And mm-hmm. they thought they were going to be able to get a trade. deal. Yeah, yeah. No. it's hard. I, yeah, even yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree with that part. You know, what I mean, I agree with that there's part. No, but I think the whole yeah, no, the whole situation is off. There's no value in trading. There's also you're overpaying for him for what you're going to get out of him. Um, uh, I just think that it should have been. Things should have been done in a more professional manner. Yeah. You, you make yourself come off and perceived as being the spoiled brat throwing a tantrum mm-hmm. about wanting to go play for somewhere else. 
instead of having this whole it come out professionally and come up where people took it serious and listen versus just assume this is mm-hmm. another another one of James Harden's, you know, esca- es- escapades. Um, yeah. I, I just think he should have held things, done things differently. I think we would be in different places and different results. Um, shame mm-hmm. on the organization if that's what they agreed on and they're not holding up to it, um, regardless how stupid the contract really is. I think that this is not going to end well. I think yeah. this is going to be ugly all the way around. And this, however this ends, will probably be the best contract that Harden will ever see the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. If you was hard enough, you what do you hard, think? What do you, you think about it? I know. Okay, my this is my how I think about it. Yes, I feel like Harden shouldn't have called him a liar on in TV or on TV on camera. But at the same token, I think he has that right too. If it did happen. Okay, I wouldn't want him to do it, but he did it. But do I feel like it should be fined a hundred thousand dollars on my end? That's my thing. I would say definitely say no, especially if you know the reports about him stating that they was going to move me or they was going to get rid of me, and this is what we agreed upon for me to sign this contract. You know, because at the beginning he he still had options to leave. You understand what I'm saying? Before the contract. I mean, he had the opportunity to say, no, I'm not going to sign it. But he did. So, obviously, conversation was going on back and forth, you know, between the Sixers and Harden. Harden felt like, you know, I'm going to take the money. You understand what I'm saying? Even though I felt like I don't want to be here, I got the right to take the money and not come back. But you said you're going to trade me to get more value out of me or get what you can out of me if I sign this contract. But by not you living upon your end, I understand things happen. Okay, you can sit there and say, okay, things happen. We can't do it. So Harden felt like, you know, since y'all can't back up your word, I got the right to sit there and say what I want to say. You know, the GM, Daniel Moore, he lied to me. And I don't want to play for a liar. You know what I'm saying? This might not even be the first situation situation where the GM lied to him, but it just it just makes it look bad. No, I don't want him to sit there and say it on TV. You know what I mean? In cameras, but he has that right to call him a liar. I'm pretty sure he called him a liar. You know, outside outside that video. You know, once he knows that he doesn't get traded. You know, I don't I don't think, I don't I don't sit there. I don't sit there and see where they didn't have a conversation before that time came, before he went to China and started talking. I'm pretty sure he called he called the GM a liar on the telephone. At least, you know, why you lied to me? You understand what I'm Why you not living up to that mm-hmm. part? I felt like, you know, the hard, I think Harden can definitely talk to a GM like that. <clears throat> you know, because, of course, players are going to talk, you know, they're not going to talk bad about each other on TV, but I'm pretty sure they do have – the tough conversations where they kind of get at 
at each other, you know, a whole bunch of grown men trying to win a championship or trying to make money off their, off their skills. So of course, of course they have little tough conversations where I can call you a liar. I can call you this and you know what I mean? But it just makes it look bad. It just make it just make it just makes it look bad. But I don't feel like it's a worth a hundred thousand dollar fine for saying somebody's a liar on national. You know what I mean on TV or reports. You know what I mean talking to a reporter or just anything in general. Especially if he did lie to me. If he did lie to me, then that's a totally different situation. Of course, he deserves to be fine. You know what the GM said? No, nah, I ain't never say that. I never told a player that. Of course, you know. Of course, it'd be something different then. But I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the NBA asked uh, the GM, "Did he say that?" But it just makes. It, I felt like the NBA fined him just because they did. He, it just makes the NBA look bad. The overall look of the NBA. That's what I think. That's what he got fined for. Interesting. <clears throat> Most definitely. Um. Hey, you know, you know what another thing is. You, yeah, you know what another thing is. You need, have you noticed every time NBA NBA ends, all the players, all the players go to all the players go to China and do and do all these big events and venues. You understand what I'm saying? And, and be packed over there, but but then they don't they don't do them type of things over here. Have you noticed that? A lot of players go. A lot of players go over there to China. A lot of players go over there to China, and they be having like big events, like big, like you know, gyms packed day in there. But they don't really do like one-on-one types of things. You understand what I'm saying? Not no, you know, mm-hmm. person here, person there. You know, as far as one player going to China and having a week over there, where where they where they do commercials, they do videos. You know what I mean? They they sell out arenas. Yeah, it's just it's just weird. Alright, any anything else we need to jump into before we uh, round it up for tonight? Uh, uh one more, one more. What you think about one more? How you how what you think about the commanders and how they it was a good game cuz I watched it. But how do you feel about the commanders? Reaction of winning, winning that game against the Ravens or the you know ending their streak. How you, how, did you see it? Did you see the reaction? It was a good game, though. No, yeah, I think it was the best good, best game of the preseason for sure. That would have been a good game for the regular season, honestly. I did not see um, the reactions. I've heard a lot of things. Um, uh, I can't. I hate preseason games. Like, I think it's yeah. dumb that we play yeah. all these preseason games <laughs> and your starters start for maybe one series out of the entire three or four games. And mm-hmm. most of the people that are playing are people that are not even going to play a regular down ever in the NFL or at least this season. Um, so it's hard for me to get mm-hmm. excited about anything to do with the preseason. Um, I yeah. would like to feel that I should be more excited because it was the Ravens that lost that streak, and being a Cleveland mm-hmm. fan, I have no love for um, the Ravens at all. But 
it's preseason. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I can't I, get I, excited I, about it. I, I was, I, you know, me too. Me, me too. But I kind of feel like, uh, you know, the preseason is more has to do with, uh, with money. You know, as far as the overall NFL, in which you know you can't. You can't be mad. You can't be the players can't be mad because it pays their salary. You know what I mean? But I understand. I understand that uh, you know injuries happen, so I don't want to play, and I understand that part too. You know, but they're also you know their team their their overall players are shorter. You know, it's going to be a big cut coming up. There's going to be players. You know, there's going to, like the Jets for example. They can't keep all their defensive linemen players. You know what I mean? There's no way they can. So there's going to be one or two that's going to end up on a roster, on a team, and get a starting role or get that get that second-string role or get that rotation spot. So I understand that part. But I felt like I felt like them winning them winning the game, new ownership, you know, and the, and the quarterback, he did look good, you know what I mean, just because at first, I was like, even though he, the quarterback did come from North Carolina, he had, he did have a good year. You know, his last year here, you know, didn't go as well as the year before. So uh, Sam Howe, he does have a lot of potential. But I just felt like, I just felt like that was their big moment right now to sit there and say, you know, things can things can change or something special could be happening in the overall, you know, outlook of the team. But I don't believe I don't believe even though Ron Rivera came from the Panthers, I think Ron Rivera, you know, his time is running definitely running short. Even though he did great things for Carolina and he took us to a Super Bowl, but I think I think his time I think his time is coming. All right, let's get Oh, nothing or something. Let's get uh, things wrapped up for tonight. Next week, uh, we will finish our path um, up the NFL, and we'll have college football. So we'll have a lot to yeah. uh, a lot to jump into. Looking forward to that. Um, mm-hmm. Amongst any other headlines that come across. Uh, Mario, go ahead and let them know uh, where A can be found. Um, Carolina Sports Plus, and also what events you got coming up here soon, boxing, festival, or or all the above. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's plenty of good things going on with Carolina Sports Plus. Uh, we're going to be at the fair in Cumberland County in North Carolina, uh, September 1st through the 10th. Uh, there's, there's a big boxing match coming up. In uh, Rock Hill, South Carolina, with one of our boxers, Angel Munoz. He's currently training right now. He's training in California, but uh, he's out of Burgess Boxing in uh, Spring Lake. He's uh, currently three and zero with three knockouts. So going going for his fourth win, hopefully, hopefully his fourth knockout. So uh, that's always something good to see. Uh, you can you can like us on social media. On Facebook and uh, Instagram at Carolina Sports Plus, and uh, check us out. We got we got a lot of good things going on. Um, don't forget, you guys can catch the new show Monday nights, eight o'clock. The One Ten Nation live uh, race chat live exclusive. 
Looking forward to having Isaac on there next week. Um, just had Landon Lewis on there joined us last week, so make sure you tune in for that. Uh, Tuesday nights, 8 o'clock, Race Chat Live. Um, catch the crew over there, recap in the previous week's um, race weekend, and get you guys prepared for the next weekend, and of course, us here on Wednesday night. Um, like us on Facebook, 110 Nation Sports. Make sure that you guys catch us on whatever platform you catch your podcasts on, if it be Blog Talk Radio, Spreaker, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Audibles, uh, Google Podcasts, Podchasers, YouTube, you name it, we're there. Um, go to our site, www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com for all the latest blogs, videos, show updates, everything. So make sure you guys check that out. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Until next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.